Inherently Happy, episode 72, Happy Stress. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. Ever get stressed out? I know I do. And you know the kinds of things that do it? Actually, you know the one thing that does it? Me. Yep. Only I can stress me out. I might blame that person who was mean or that very unfortunate loss. But those are just things that happened. The stress part is put upon by myself alone. Now I know this must sound like a trick question. Who stresses me out? Me. But it is exactly that tiny little shift in thinking that can make all the difference. For if you acknowledge your own active participation in your own stress, then you can fight it. And how do you fight stress? You probably already know. It's not new to humanity. By accepting that some things just happen. Not necessarily good things or bad things, just things. We add meaning and importance and urgency and stress. Now that doesn't mean we just climb back into bed and never get out. Because that is its own kind of stress. Where you wallow in it. And turn your anger inward, becoming more and more depressed and stressed. I used to live next to an apartment building that had a balcony right across from my window. And it was a family, and they had a baby who, you guessed it, cried all the time. Made me hate them. Kind of hate babies too, even though I know it's silly to hate a baby. But it went on for months. I tried to drown the sound out with music and the TV, with earplugs when I was trying to sleep, and yet still I would get caught out and attacked. Because that's what it felt like sometimes, an attack on my senses and my sense of well-being and the whole course of my life. And then, just when I thought I would never survive it, it stopped. But then they had another kid. And after that, another I had this to look forward to for years. It, they, were driving me insane! Which isn't exactly accurate, of course. The gods weren't placing babies in my vicinity to drive me mad. And I used to be a babysitter. I know, babies don't like crying. And parents aren't too keen on it either. So it wasn't just happening to me. Their apartment was small and they had no place to go. Now, this isn't a story about how I met the neighbors and gave them some genius tips on how to soothe a crying baby by wrapping it up tight and rocking it and shushing it. No, because as parents will tell you, there are no guarantees. I had to figure out a way to live within this hell or go completely out of my head. And it took me years. I'm something of a slow learner. I tried to imagine that it was a thing that was just happening and not something that was happening just to me. That alone barely helped because all I had all day was myself. And when I encounter life, then those things that happen during it become a part of my life. So yes, they were happening to me. But my reactions then also were happening to me. And that's something I can control. I tried to distance myself from it, and it was just avoidance for a long time. And it didn't really help, like I say. 
until I decided to stop picturing myself as a victim of this sensory onslaught and try to instead get inside of it. That one took a minute. I had to change my attitude towards it. I had to see it as just a sound and not as an attack. I had to see it as a communication, not an ordeal. The baby's hungry or tired or sick or something. It's trying to explain, and it doesn't have any other way to do it. I had to almost anticipate it, like you can kind of guess the way a song will go, even if you've never heard it before. I tried to stop dreading it and think of it as a curiosity. I tried to start from a calm place with plenty of sleep so it wouldn't jangle my nerves so. I tried to internalize it and breathe it in and out again. I know it must sound all new agey and shit, but it wasn't. It was just me closing my eyes and taking a deep breath and deciding not to take this on as an anxiety war. When I got to the point where I could take it or leave it and even laugh about it, then I knew that I was achieving balance to a small degree. But balance is tricky and must be maintained actively or else you teeter and fall. I chose not to stress. That option wasn't available. I didn't need it. And in fact, it was a detriment. If I was being chased by a killer, then maybe a little stress could help. But not for this. Now, if I hear a baby crying in a store or on a plane, I still don't just go over there. (laughs) But neither do I ask, why me? Because it isn't happening to me. I'm the one happening to me. And that, at least, I have some control over. I'm not going to say that I have total control over me. I'm not some monk who can levitate or survive extreme trauma without a scratch. That's why I need these reminders, because I keep forgetting. Life gets in the way. I'm just some dude who tries to remind himself that the reaction I have to things around and within me is something I have some say over when I remember to do it. And practicing and maintaining balance and seeking and promoting growth are how I do it. Ha ha. Yowza.